0: Hi everyone, I'm Lon. Welcome to Time Out with Tinseltown Mom. I'm here today with Ayana Overall, Senior Consultant at Deloitte. She has an extensive background in financial consultation and education for consumers and businesses, and she's actually been on the show before. Today we're going to talk about ways college students can make smart choices with regard to student loan debt. Hi Ayana, welcome back. Hi Lon. thanks for having me. Oh, but thanks for coming back on the show. So, for those who have not heard you speak before, why don't you just give us a short intro into who you are?
1: Sure. Yeah. You know, um, I, I I really hate to kind of put myself, give myself a title, but uh, <laughs> I guess you can say I, I specialize more so in uh, education and consulting around financial services for consumers and businesses, uh, specifically. Around um, financial services for uh, financial planning uh, for consumers and for businesses, helping them uh, strategize for uh, their their strategic goals, um, long term and short term.
0: So today, again, we're talking about ways college students can make smart choices with regard to student loan debts. And I know sometimes just inheriting a student loan is unavoidable, but maybe this conversation would just help make better choices or help people make better choices when considering a student loan. So first, in your opinion, when do you think kids
1: should start even looking at colleges? You know, they really need to start early, um, as early as they're probably sophomore and junior years. Um, A lot of times students wait till their senior year. Uh, Really, just try to get started early is what I would recommend. um, Sophomore year, Mm -hmm. at least trying to understand um, the process. You know, what does that entire process look like? What's going to be expected of me? And then by the time you get to your junior year, um, you know, then you can understand. Okay, um, and a lot of times this is what the kids forget: is how much is it going to cost? Because Mm -hmm. they think their parents is going to take care of it um and then just once they have an idea of, you know how much the cost is and maybe discussing it with their parents uh, then they can talk together about options for scholarships um it's really important too um you know for the students to uh, assess their GPA too you know having a good GPA understanding based on their overall GPA what kind of scholarships is available to them so that's why You know, really starting as early as a sophomore year to understand the process, the what, uh, the how and the where. Getting all those things solidified early will help them progress through their junior and senior years and be well ahead of the curve and prepared in their senior years. Right. And there's some kids out
0: there who even look earlier, maybe ninth grade, they're eyeing a certain college that they want to go to. So let's say they're eyeing Harvard, for example, they're in ninth grade this is the time to start looking at, okay, well, how much does it cost to go to Harvard? So if I get accepted at Harvard, how am I going to pay for it? So it's good that you're saying start early because it's good to start planning in your head the steps you're going to take to actually be able to afford to go to that college. Because sometimes people have these grandiose ideas of where they want to go. Even parents, they get accepted and then all of a sudden they can't afford to go. Maybe they're not eligible for a loan or whatever the case may be. So starting early is key i agree with that do you think student loan student loan debt is unavoidable when going to a four year college
1: i would say yes and no and that it really depends and the reason is is because you know yes it is avoidable in a sense to there are a lot of opportunities to go to free colleges believe it or not a lot of people don't know that um free colleges Are, uh, if you just Google, you know, free, where can I go uh, for free schooling? And it really depends on the major that the student is seeking. A lot of uh, performance, there's a lot of uh, art schools where some students, for example, the college is called College of the Ozarks. And College of the Ozarks, uh, they provide. Uh, It's a Christian education for children with specific majors in the arts. So, Mm -hmm. you know, really Googling those schools that provide free tuition. And sometimes what it is, is that maybe the student has to work on campus. They may require their student to work on campus for several hours a week. Like I said, it's, it's usually the art type of school, liberal art colleges, and then Some may have focus with uh, engineering or music. So
0: are you Uh, saying the college is free to get into? Are you saying there's certain majors or certain students can be eligible to get their tuition paid for free? Or are you actually saying the college is free to go to?
1: Yep. You know, I'm glad you, you asked for that clarity because some colleges in the United States are complete are completely free. So you really only pay for the room and board plus living expenses. Well, so tuition, yeah, well, a lot of people don't, don't realize this, but a lot of times the tuition and fees are covered by the college, but the actual room and board and any type of living expenses is what the students would be um, liable for. So there's over uh, 35 colleges, free colleges in the United States right now that have an estimated uh, tuition value of between 15 and 35,000. And so some of these college, like I said, I mentioned one of them, College of the Ozarks, they require students to work on campus for several hours per week. So you really have to, uh, depending on the student, that's why I said it's good to start early. The student and the parent, they have to be very strategic and spend the time to invest and say, "Hey, where do I want to go to school? Let's see what type of options this school has, and even ask, do they offer free tuition in exchange for you know sweat labor?" Yeah, those are things that people don't um, you know don't do. I remember when I was in the tenth grade, my grandfather bought me uh, back in the day. It was this huge book of all the colleges in the United States. Um, It was so thick and it was almost like the size of an encyclopedia. It actually, no, I'm sorry. It was the size of a yellow page phone book. If if anyone remembers those, (laughs) it had all the colleges in the United States. It had pictures. It had everything you needed to know about that college. You know, nowadays we have the internet. So, you know, you can Google and find things that, that way. But I think having that at such a young age in the 10th grade, it gave me an idea where I wanted to go for college by the time I got to my senior year. Oh, that's that's valuable. That's really good
0: information. So let's say someone is in the 10th grade or even yeah, let's say 10th grade. They're eyeing. I'm just going to throw Harvard out because that's just a well-respected school. So let's say they're eyeing Harvard, they have great grades, and that's a school they want to go to, their dream school. What can they do now? And let's say they can't afford to go there. What can they do now to start planning for a Harvard education if
1: they just completely cannot afford it? Well, one, um, again, scholarships. Uh, Look for scholarships. And People look for scholarships, I say, the linear way, which is, you know, go to different websites such as scholarships.com or scholarly, scholarly.com. Um, but really, you know, you have to be creative this, these days when it comes to searching for ways to support uh, college. You know, start with your credit union. Do they have any scholarships? Start with Start with your bank. Do they have any scholarships? Um, start with your um the parent's employer. Do they offer any scholarships for students? You know, mm-hmm. you really have to to look the non-traditional ways. Companies uh, find local businesses, a lot of, believe it or not, a lot of local businesses, medium-sized small companies, some of them do small scholarships. Um, and they try to support their local teens in their areas, their local local young young people. Um, and and it, it you know those are those are small little strategies that some people can do. There are certain entrepreneurs as well as um, you know big corporation uh, CEOs that do support some of the prestigious schools in terms of they are willing to support, students uh, who go to these prestigious schools uh, and they offer four year scholarships, you know, for um, these top schools. So So are you
0: saying, are you saying like a young person can reach out to, let's say Jeff Bezos and and see if Jeff Bezos will cover their college tuition? You're saying there's people like him in his position that are looking for students to cover their tuition.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, uh, Sheila Crump Johnson, uh, she is the co-founder of BET and CEO, and she has scholarships that she offers for those students that go to Harvard, I believe. Mm. Um, And so, you know, it's just really kind of Googling those type of uh, philanthropy type of people, Mm -hmm. you know, to see, hey, you know, who she, who, who, you know, really can possibly fund or help me through this process? And, of course, you know, they're not going to make it that easy for you. You're probably going to have to come up with a business plan or some type of proposal for why I or, you know, why should my company uh, support you? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm sure yeah. there's going to be like an essay process or, you know, something that they have to work for that. But it's worth giving it a shot.
0: Oh, that's a great idea. Now, would you recommend a student go the path of a junior college first before going to a four-year
1: college? You know, I think that really depends on the student. Um, The reason why I say it depends on the student um, is because many who, who are focused and they know what they want Um, Some parents, you know, I know my dad recommended that I go straight to a four year versus community college because he felt that I would get distracted because a lot of students that go to community colleges are, you know, they're transit students, they're working students, Um, you know, it's, it's a different flow in the community college where you have students that are working students that are parents, uh, students that have a, a different mindset that may not necessarily have the same serious mindset as those in a four-year college. Mm. Um, and so it's really determining what do you think as a, you know, for the parent to what do they think that their student can survive in? What environment do they they think their student can can survive in? My, my dad felt I wouldn't survive in a, a community college because I would probably get distracted. Because mm. you know, like you have different student types, but students who tend to go to a four-year college—not to say that junior college students are not focused—but there's just a different level of focusness that takes place when you're in a four-year college and you know you're there uh, in a in a campus environment away from home or right. even close to home. You know. Yeah,
0: oh, that's those are good points there. Now, what do you think about a student just getting a job while they're in school just so they can be able to afford to go there? Do you think that's a good idea? Let's say they're a freshman, they're young right out of high school.
1: Well, you know, I think those are those are options. Um, you know, if if they're if they're want to cut the cost and, you know, they're like, hey, um, you know, I think uh, just to kind of step back a little bit, you know, um, it's important for students to apply for their financial aid first. Um, it doesn't hurt. Here's, here's what I like to say. Um, fill out the fast, the FAFSA. It's basically, it's basically the financial aid application. So it's, it's okay. the federal student aid application process. Mm-hmm. And so it really doesn't hurt. This, is this is what, this is um some strategies that I did even when I was in college and, and even what people still do today. You may not have a real idea of where you're going to get money, right? But you want to start with the things we already talked about. Starting early, looking into scholarships. And then when it gets time to, you know, uh, filling out the financial application, just fill it out. And let's see how much they're willing to offer you. And that And that can be used as leverage to help you to understand, okay, well, you know, if they're willing to give me this amount of money, Uh, maybe I can fill in the gap with a scholarship, you know, or, you know, if, if they're going to be willing to, you know, pay for most of my education, then, you know, okay, do I really want to spend that amount of money? And can I get a scholarship to take care of half of the cost of, of, you know, this tuition fee or whatever? So it's really a good way to kind of gauge Um, And some people know off the bat, hey, I'm not going to get any scholarship money at all, because, you know, both my parents make a phenomenal amount of money, or my parents, you know, one parent, whatever, makes too much money. And they're saying that my mom or dad has to pay out of pocket a certain amount. It just, you know, but I say, try to weigh all your options, regardless. And see what's out there.
0: Okay. Okay. So is this financial aid through the particular school of their choice, or is this through some other means, this financial aid that they can apply to?
1: Well, basically there's a, the application is online. So you, you fill it out and it's for the college or the school that you want to go to. So whatever school that you decide you want to go to, you fill that application out for that school.
0: Right. Okay. So let's say someone, let's say they've waited too long to look into these processes and they're a senior already and they got accepted into a wonderful college and they can't afford it. So how should they start thinking now? They really want to go to this four-year college. They know they can't afford it the traditional way. Like, what can they do at this point where they're already, they've waited so late?
1: Well, you know, they can always go to the financial aid office or call someone at the financial aid office and let them know their situation um, and, and see, you know, one thing I love about financial aid offices, there's always someone in there who's willing to help a student. So, uh, you know, always call the school's financial aid office to find out what options they have that's available because a lot of times, if you don't ask, you don't know, mm-hmm. um, but you'd be really surprised. A lot of these colleges, they want you to come to their school. So whatever it is that they can do to get you there, they will help you get there and they will provide all the options available to you. They'll more than likely want you to fill out, you know, uh, the financial aid application if you haven't done it already. Um, but they have so many Resources that are not even sometimes on their website to know what options are truly available. Sometimes they may get a, a grant donor or a donor from a large corporation or uh, some philanthropy person, and that based upon that person's major, what they're planning to major in, it'll take care of their tuition for the next four years. Mm, so, that's good. It's really just being strategic. Call the financial aid office. Do some research on the internet, Uh, network, find people that you know who might have went to that college, Um, ask around, do you know anybody who went to this school, who can I connect with that maybe can help me with any financial assistance, you know, it's really being creative,
0: Yeah. I I love that. Um, You just made me think of something as far as the creativity. I do remember my church a couple of years ago, you mentioned the school, the Ozark school. There was a time where people had volunteered to pay for several tuitions to go to that school. So all the person had to do was like contact someone at the church and see how they can get a scholarship for this college. So I'm thinking there's probably other organizations, whether it's someone's church, or maybe it's their karate dojo. I don't know. That yeah. you know, they're looking to offer a scholarship to a young person who has potential and someone they want to see succeed. So I think those avenues are are very good to take, those creative avenues, because just going the non-traditional route as far as applying and waiting, I just feel like people need to start thinking outside the box right now because of so much competition.
1: Absolutely. And you know, what's happening is that you know, a lot of, you know, we've seen it where it happened at, I think, one of the HBCUs, I think it was at Morehouse, Uh, and they had a a special commencement speaker, and he announced to all the students that were there at that uh, ceremony that he was going to pay for all of their tuition. So, You know, ever since then, that's been a movement. There's been a lot more other philanthropy people that have come out and said the same thing and are doing the same thing. Yeah, Um, I remember that. I remember that happened.
0: I mean, someone might even want to send an email. I know this is very (laughs) non-traditional. I always think outside the box. But there may be like a, a CEO of a company that maybe this young person admires. They want to be like this person. I'll just throw out. I won't throw out any names just in case I shouldn't. But let's say they're, they admire the CEO. Maybe they can even send an email somehow to that person just saying, I admire you, your company. I'm looking for some financial support with this college, et cetera. I just want to see if maybe your company or you offer something to help someone like me who's trying to go down a similar path. I'm just thinking there's creative ways for a young person just to get themselves out there and pitch themselves because, you know, we want young people to succeed. We want to see them thrive in business and politics and ministry just in every area. So there's people who want to help these young people succeed. And um, yeah, so lastly, Ayana, so let's say someone is at the point where they just have no other options and they do need to take out a student loan are there better student loans that they should be looking at versus another one? Like, do you have any insight on that?
1: Well, you know, um, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but you know, there's <laughs> there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of things going on. Um, as we heard Biden speak about, um uh, with the Perkin loans, um, uh, you know, how he's, coming up with, um, a strategy to eradicate, eradicate student loan debt. Um, so this is, this is the start of something. Are Um, you
0: talking about going forward? Are you talking about people who already have debt? You're saying if someone applies right now, they can apply and get free, a free, free loan. Is that what you're saying? And don't have to pay it back?
1: Well, what, where I'm going is, you know, if, 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 if our president is starting at this level to eradicate people's debt, um, I think what we're gonna start seeing is a movement of, of maybe uh, tuition altogether from, from different colleges. Uh, there's gonna be a change there. We don't know exactly what that is. Um, but as far as going forward for students who don't have any debt and there possibly will uh, accumulate debt, you know, it, the federal student loan program um, is typically the route to go. Uh, And why is that? Well, because private student loans, um, they they make it easy for you to get, but they also tend to charge higher interest rates than the federal loans. Um, And they're typically very infrequent with offering any type of flexible repayment plans or options to defer your loan. So if you're out of work or you want to go back to school, a lot of these private loans don't offer that flexibility to defer your payments. So kind of sticking along the line with a, uh, you know, with a federal student loan would be ideal. Okay. Okay. There's also what they call the uh, direct plus loan. That's really only available to parents and graduate students. So plus loans are, you know, for those who, Decided to do like a graduate degree or PhD or whatever. A lot of those um, tend to be available, um, but federal loans—you uh, know—every year that you're in school, they only give you a certain amount per year, and then sometimes those are are subsidized with other things. So um, it's just you know, there's there's ways to uh, keep keep it down by you know. Either working, or you know, finding a work study program on campus where you can work part of the time that will help pay for you know maybe your books. Um, You can also um, you know find find a way to try to graduate early, you know, to kind of mitigate the cost even in that area. Um, But once again, you know, uh, there's also uh, joining. I think ROTC. Um, ROTC. A lot of times, if you're in ROTC, they'll allow you uh, during your college experience to cover a portion of your tu- tuition. But um, that's that's with the intent that you're planning on going into some some type of service. Okay,
0: that that's good that you even mentioned that. There's some people that may be thinking about that. They never thought about the ROTC route. Yes, so.
1: absolutely. They, they cover, they can cover full tuition for, you know, four year books and all that housing costs and all that. Um, so it just depends on, you know, what branch of service that student is looking to go into,
0: mm-hmm. um, even
1: if they're doing the reserve. A, a lot of times, too, you have to be careful because some of them try to, um, and, and this is just something that I recently heard. Um, sometimes they'll tell the, the student, you know, do do two years, and then you can come into the army or the you know the ROTC. Sometimes they they try to get students in early, um, and then tell them you can you can you know pay for your tuition, you can come back to school later. So you really have to be careful even with that. Um, yeah. If you want, if you want the student to finish school for four years, encourage them to finish in their four years. And then afterwards, join the military.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if I dreamed this up or someone actually mentioned this to me, but I thought I heard somewhere where if you're a child of a veteran, a certain portion of your college tuition would be paid. I don't know if I dreamed that up or if that's true,
1: but if no, someone that is saying, true,
0: is it? Yeah, yeah, I thought I heard that. My friend, I think her her husband's in who is in the army. I think she was telling me that her kids are able to get a free portion of their tuition or a portion of their tuition paid because of their dad. So if someone's listening, they can look into that option as well. Uh, Anywho, thank you so much, Ayana. This was so much great information and it's so invaluable. Now, where can people find you if they want to know more about you and what you do?
1: They can go to my website at mynewlifecredit.com and that will show you about the different services that we offer and, and what we do.
0: Thanks for listening to Time Out with Tinseltown Mom. If you liked what you heard today, please be so kind and rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes because when you do that, you get this podcast in front of more listeners and I want to offer more encouragement to a wider audience. So any positive reviews that you can give would be so helpful. Until next time.